Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Sizing Greg G and Adi, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network and wherever you are in the free Odyssey app. Good Thursday morning. You know, baseball season is right around the corner when you look at Twitter and everybody's hurt already. And Frankie Montas was the guy yesterday that was stealing all the local baseball headlines. Another Brian Cashman special trade for this guy. Supposed to contribute in the second half. He sucks. And then in the offseason, he gets hurt and then waits until February 15th to go and get surgery. So he's going to miss the season. And then our old buddy Jacob DeGrom misses the first day of spring training out there because he's got tightness in his Shocker. So, everybody buckle up for a nice long baseball season where everybody is hurt. And then we complain about our general managers and Yankee fans, I believe, have a real good reason to complain about their general manager. Because when it comes to starting pitching and finding those guys, there have been a lot of failures over the years. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? You know, uh, good morning, G. I'm uh, a little tired, but I'm very, very happy as uh, my hockey team has now scored 18 goals in three games, which is amazing. I can't believe what I'm witnessing, but uh, I'm not going to miss any... I'm not going to miss a minute of ice time uh, as long as they're playing like this because th- this you got to take this in, into the moment right now and you got to love every single minute of it. And I know that we're going to end up talking about Frankie Montas and the Yankees. Their season's over. Nobody cares. They're all so, over uh, already. Yeah, it's done. They're it's done. done. Frankie Cashman sucks. Yeah, wow. I mean, you said it. I mean, why are we even talking about it? Yeah. The season is over. I mean, a guy <laughs> hasn't even put a ball in his hands and he's already on the operating table. I mean, what do you want to do? I mean, it is what it is. It is. I mean, I, I know it seems like the sky is falling now already for Yankees and for the Yankee fans and everything else. So I might as well just say, why even play this year? Yeah, I, really. I mean, it's going to be such a long season. It's really, right. g- give the guys a year off. You know, I they've have, earned it. Right. And I have to say that between what happened last night with the Knicks and the Rangers back-to-back, was like, wait a minute, timeout. What, what the hell's going on here? The world's flipped upside down. Things are happening. Like, the Knicks were unbelievable last night. Start to finish. They got out to a fast start, and they finished strong, and that was great. Uh, the Rangers, man, I'm telling you, I, I, like, I'm watching hockey like I don't really ever remember seeing before. Maybe when Pavel Bore was here. I don't know mm. if you remember that name. Of course I remember he Pavel He got Bore, here all of a sudden. Goals started going in left and right, and, yeah. and then he got hurt, and uh, he didn't last very long here. But I have to say... This morning I wake up, I'm tired, but I'm happy. I'm very happy. But I know we're going to spend an inordinate amount of time discussing Frankie Montas. <laughs> well, Frankie Montas is hurt. He is that's done. Right. He is no longer 
right now a, a part of the present baseball team that is known as the great New York Yankees. Mm, the underachieving New York Yankees. Better it happened now than a week into the season. At least now they can try to figure out what the replacement possibilities are. How much money will they spend? Can they make a trade? All of those different attributes of what, or, or uh, I guess assessments of what's going on right now. So, I mean, uh, and then the whole thing with Jacob DeGrom. I mean, none of us are surprised. No. I mean, oh, I, I, I don't know yesterday. what left side tightness is. I have no idea what that is. I, I have no, these things come out of nowhere. Yeah. At least I know with Montas, he's got a, a problem in his shoulders, most likely a, a you know, a rotator cuff. So, He's done. I, I don't even want to mention his name anymore because he's not going to be a part of anything. He's got to go get it right. He's got to go get it fixed. And then somewhere along the line, he'll restart his uh, Major League Baseball career. So I don't know. I'm happy. You're not going to take, you're not going to knock it out of me. I'm not trying to knock you down at all. I think you started out with such negativity. Well, it's, and I came in with such positivity. Yeah, I understand. But, you know, as you know, you know, really it's about the postseason with the, uh, with the hockey and the basketball. And that's what we're looking forward to. And I know that you're happy right now. And I know you're gearing up for the playoffs. Oh, I am stuff. like locked in right now. You have I, no idea. You have no I do, idea. I actually do have very much of an idea how much you are locked I'm drinking in. coffee at midnight last yeah. night. Well, that seems unhealthy for you at that point because you got to get up and all of this. Hey, um, whatever. I don't really care. I, I'm not. I, I am. I am so thoroughly engaged and and uh, just so like uh, amazed at what I'm watching that it's it's hard to not want to watch it. Well, of course, good. No, I mean that that's a great feeling as a sports fan. It oh. is. God, it is. Yeah, and it's all going to come down to doing better than you did last year in the postseason, and that's going to be a, a, a tall order for sure, but uh, they look like they are trending in that direction. Uh, but really, I guess, you know, the off season, and it's not just about, I know you're like, I don't know how to talk about Frankie Monta. We're never going to say his name again. You're right. Today's probably going to be the last day that we're going to say his name unless we're referencing other Brian Cashman disasters. That's when, that's when we're going to do We're going to do when Brian Cashman's name comes up. Right. And, and he'll be, like, be on this long list of duds. Yeah, which I believe CBS Sports Network has a graphic of uh, long already? list of duds. Yeah, they already have long list of duds. I how saw about- that. This morning when I was in here and I looked up at the uh, the monitor and it was like Brian Cashman pitching disasters. Uh, there's Jared Wright in there and Carl Pavano in there and Kay Agawa in there. Uh, there you go. Sonny Gray, Kevin Brown, Jeff Weaver. You throw Montas in there as well. Oh, why, don't throw, uh, you know, why don't you have a list starting with, I don't know, uh, Roger Clemens. Why don't we have a list started with Randy Johnson? I don't know. You know, why don't you have these other Randy lists? Johnson really did. There wasn't much well, whatever, there Whatever, but why, you know, he's done... Uh, the thing, the thing about it is that I'm, I don't want to get into the wheeze with Yankee fans one day into freaking spring training already. They're not a here's great the, offseason. Here, here's the point. Why don't you put up the list of the amount of winning seasons that Brian Cashman has had? Why don't you put up the list of amount, of, amount of uh, playoff mm. appearances that Brian Cashman has had? And then compare that to the list of our team, the New York Mets. Oh, well, of course, yes. I mean, we know that the history of the Yankees is uh, is much greater, we understand, but the standard for them is, is championship every year. They've fallen short of that, and he, we actually talked about this the couple days that you were out, you know, with his quote about how, you know, we, we had this great season, and we won all these games, and we won the division, we fell just a little bit short, and you would have thought the way the fan base reacted that we missed the playoffs. I mean, you got 
swept by the Astros. You barely squeaked by the Guardians. So what are you talking about? This was not a great season for them. And bringing Aaron Judge back was imperative. They were able to do that. They brought in Rodon, who's another guy who's dealt with a ton of injuries throughout his career. So we'll see what happens with him. And you still got Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson starting. So what did you really do in this offseason to make this team all that much you better? You signed Aaron Judge to a $360 million to make contract this team is what you better. did. To make this but, but team you, you better. Can't, I mean, I better. Mean, I, when I, you're I, that far away from the Houston Astros, you got to get better. Got to get better. You got to get younger. Is what you need. You need. You got to have young players develop, and you got to have young players turn into great players like Aaron Judge. That's what you need. More of those guys. Yeah, and you got to have those guys. Just like every football team has to have those guys. Those Isaiah Pacheco type guys. Sure. That nobody expected anything from, and then all of a sudden, as the season goes on. The young man from Rutgers steps up and it becomes a central figure in the running game for the Kansas City Chiefs out of nowhere making no money. Who is that for the New York Yankees? Matter of fact, who was that for the New York Mets? <laughs> well, hopefully Francisco Alvarez. That's uh, Brett Beatty. Those two guys. Those, yeah. those are the guys that you want to see contribute in a big way. And for the Yankees, I mean, is it is it Volpe? Is it Peraza? Uh, you know, th- those two guys, I would think, would be you'd have your eyes on them. And How I about think Cabrera. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's got great. an Oswaldo and an Oswald. Right, where's Oswaldo and uh, Cabrera? He had a tremendous year last year, bouncing around all the utility stuff. So it could be him as well. Uh, but I just, do you feel like they got that much better? Steve, well, actually, I, I, with the Mets too, I don't feel like they got that much. No, better. well, you know what? They they kept their best players, is what they did, and they paid their best players. They played Brand, Brandon Nimmo. They paid Jeff McNeil. You know, they're going to end up paying Edwin Pete Alonso. They yeah. paid Edwin Diaz. They brought in Verlander. They're still paying Scherzer. I mean, I mean, he's spending money. Let's face it, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I love sailors, but, you know, the old term that he's spending money like a drunken sailor, I understand that because I've seen drunken sailors in New York City and yeah. I've watched them spend money. Fleet Week. A lot, of, a lot of money being spent at local in, yeah. bars and stuff right. like that. It's like, hey, screw so, it. I, I, like, I know it's a, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a saying that maybe some people might find to be offensive, but it's not really that offensive. offensive. It's not. The it drunken be. sailor? The sailor finds that offensive? Sometimes the sailors find that wow. offensive. I didn't know that these I, sailors I thought it was got like politically a bad, correct. a badge of honor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Exactly. So our owner is spending money like a drunken sailor. Yeah. So he can fix anything, spend him any amount of money. And he basically brought back a lot of the same team with the exception of Verlander. That's right. And, uh, and DeGrom. So well, and he added to the bullpen. I, well, which which he should have done exactly, and he which, was trying to add to the to the infield, and then of course Correa's uh, you know failed his physical. Yeah. So I mean, he's trying to do everything he possibly can. Now the Yankees are not keeping up in that area when it comes to spending money like that. No, no, they are not. And no, they but then again, not. nobody is. No, it's just Steve Cohen. But that's the frustrating thing, though, about this team and for the Mets is going into the season they've got far and away the best payroll. But if you go pound for pound, and then division, are they that much better than the Phillies or the Braves, if at all? And it's hard to say yes. Well, you have the best closer in baseball. Mm-hmm. You'd like to think, assuming that they they last, and you know, the baseball season, as we all know, it's a marathon. It is a not marathon. not a sprint, G. It's, it's, I, I've it's told a, you this a thousand it's times. Like, it's like a 40-mile bike tour. Is what it, it's like. it's kind of like that. Yes. yes. And you have to realize that you got to keep uh, these guys as healthy as you possibly can. Maybe a rest day here, a rest day there. But uh, you know, you got t- two top guys at the, at the top of the rotation. They're going into the Hall of Fame. Okay? you got you got a, the best closer in baseball. You have a solid-hitting team. You don't have a... What I would say, an 
over, overwhelming offensive team, but you have a good, solid offensive team. You know, now it's come down to how do you play defense? Yeah. You know, are we throwing the ball all over the place or are we actually catching it and throwing it and throwing it to the right spots? And that's where the manager comes in. Yeah. yeah that's Buck Showalter. Damn right it is. Second year of Buck. I mean, it's going to be. It'll be difficult to recreate 101 wins this year, but who really cares? I mean, as we saw, doesn't matter. You get into the postseason, you get hot at the right time of the postseason, well, timely the hitting, all of those things that we talk about in baseball. So I don't even care if they don't win the division again this year, even though you get the bye. It's not like that's some sort of lock that you're going to move on to the NLCS or the ALCS. If you get the bye, it's just start playing well when it matters. And by the way, you know, I think uh, our young men that are wearing the uh, royal blue and orange and white mm. uh, uh, have taken heed and, and gotten themselves healthier. I see a lot of healthy guys down there. Healthy. I don't see a lot of fat slobs playing no. baseball anymore. Well, Vogelback, too, even lost some weight. How about Pete Alonso? Pete Alonso looks great. He does. Now, now it, he was never a fat slob. No, but I mean, he was big. He was but now, but now, But now he looks like he's really taken to, like, taking care of himself and maybe they won't get nearly as tired as the season goes on because they're overweight. And, uh, I mean, he looks great. It's the best he's looked. I would agree with that. I saw this video yesterday, and I agree. I was thinking the same thing. He's going to be quicker at first base, so much better defensively. Sure. And uh, I would like to think that Vogelback is not going to have a heart attack on the field. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's hope not, because that would be tragic. That is, that's guys applying themselves, and I like that. Yeah, and I think that last year with the bad taste in their mouth and the way that the season ended, it gives you a little more motivation in the offseason. How can I get better? That's right. How can I not go 0 for 4 in the most important game of the year? Look, we got a long. We, ju- we are just getting started, man. Yeah, I know. And I know the Yankee fan feels like, okay, the Frank, you weren't you weren't counting on Frankie Montas anyway. Stop it. Oh, but, you guys but, hated Frankie Montas last year. You wanted him out of here this year, and now he's out of here. But he was supposed to be a big cog yeah, but in the now rotation. Now he's out of here. Big cog. Doesn't matter. Lost the cog. Doesn't matter what the cog does, cog that. It doesn't matter. You lost the cog. Yeah, man. they lost the cog. They, they did. There was supposed to be a cog this year, and you lost them. So, uh, I, why would anybody think for in their right mind after yeah. what they witnessed last year that this guy was going to be a piece of the cog? <laughs> I'll I'll tell, you, tell me uh, why. I, I, I don't. This this would be the this argument. This like saying that Zach Wilson is going to be the cog. Of the Jets nah, next year. a little bit different because Frank, Frankie Montas was terrible for last the year. Yankees, but he had a really good year leading up to it with Oakland, and then prior Oakland, to that, nobody goes to the games, nobody cares. Doesn't you know, matter. Still, you get somebody still from Oakland, you're like, you know what? They, do they know what pressure is? Do they know what what it means to, that every freaking fan is on every freaking pitch that you're throwing? They're not, I don't know but, that. But remember, come here. when they made the trade for him last year, Brian Cash was talking about having a legitimate number two. This isn't even Cortez is the number two. Should have been even the number one. But a number two in there to bring him in, and that would be his ceiling in the rotation. And then he was terrible, and now he's gone. So, so, so. For, for every, you know, Frankie Montaus, yeah. there, there's a Nelson Cortez. Nestor Cortez. I mean, yes. Nestor. Not yes. Nelson. Nestor. Nasty Nestor. Nasty Nestor. So, Nestor Cortez. That's Am I right. right? That is who's got a hamstring injury. Oh my God! Oh, no, by the way, season's over. Season's over. Just, I mean, it's, just, it's just going to be one of those dropping injury, like flies. It's going to be like one of those injury plagues, you know, years for the Yankees. It just feels like it, doesn't it? I, I mean, and you think about well, Garrett Cole's always pitches, so he's going to pitch. But then after that, it's like Severino's always hurt. Right. Cortez's got a hamstring. Montas is out for the year. Carlos Rodona they brought in is a guy who always gets hurt. Eh. Well, he's not hurt yet, though. Not yet. 
He's not hurt yet. That's don't not make yet. him. Don't, don't, it's like know. DeGrom. Maybe this is one of those years where he actually makes it through without being hurt. Well, let's hope so because they gave him a whole bunch of money and they absolutely need him, especially now uh, with the news yesterday. But, yeah, I, I heard all this news yesterday about Frankie Montas and everything else. I was just thinking to myself, you guys hated him last year. You didn't even really want him here. Well, and that's not true. That, and to think that you or anybody else, you're not a Yankee fan. No. But the Yankee fans around here think that he would be a cog. Well, it just, to me, doesn't make any sense. Well, I'll tell you why. Because he was really, really good prior to that trade deadline. Yes, he came here and struggled. He realized he had an injury. He thought maybe if he rehabs, gets healthy, he can come back and then be that guy for the Yankees. I mean, you know, there was a glass half full with the guy. Stop, and now the stop, glass stop. is Now the glass stop. is broken. You want to know who a cog is? Who's a cog? Jalen Brunson is a cog. He's a cog. That's a cog. That. That's what you're talking about that right there. Cog. Jalen Brunson is the freaking man. He is. Love That's watching a, that guy. And so the point being yeah. is like, those are the types of cogs you need. Mm. Guys that you come in, they come in here as free agents. You identify him. You end up losing the draft pick because you, you, you messed around and you shouldn't have been messing around. But you still got the guy you wanted. And that guy has proven to be, night in and night out, the exact thing that Julius Randle and his team have been missing. Now, when we get into the the real big games against the really good teams, you'll know, we we all know where the the Knicks are not going to be able to match up with these uh, these other really good teams. Yeah. But they are, you know, out out of the entire league, they, I would say that they're very, very close to being the top 10 team. The entire league. The entire league. They're very close to being a top 10 team, especially with now adding heart to this mix. And I didn't realize, like, you know, you don't see these kids until you see them every game. And then they put the uniform on. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm not expecting you to watch Josh Hart every night. No, but I forgot how good he was. Yeah, I mean, especially fits right in with the coach. He's an effort guy. He's a defense guy. I mean, it's the 100% sort of the right type of attitude for this team in the city. What I want from them is a cog. A cog. He could be a potential cog, yeah. Good start. Good start for him. Could be a cog. 100% cog. I want to see them in the 4-5. That's where I want to see them range. Give me the 4 seed or the 5 seed. They need to get that. And, you know, now that they have a a long period of time off, now as we head into the All-Star break, Oh man, they're playing great right now. Now comes the All Star break. Yeah, it's fine though. I I don't I don't I don't mind that at all. I mean, I, I really think this is the best record they had at All Star break in a very very long. I know time. that, and, so. and and you know why? Because they finally have a freaking point guard. That's right. One one of the better ones in the league. That kid's that you know. Is he going to the All Star game or no? Uh, as of right now, no. So there could I want be him to a- rest, man. He play. It looks like he plays. I agree. He plays so freaking hard every game. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't mind the break right now. You see some of those offensive rebounds he was getting last night? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what he does. He does everything. I mean, he's got such a sense. He's six foot one, and he's getting rebounds from six foot ten guys. Well, because he knows. I mean, he just has that sixth sense on the court. He just knows where everything's going to be, where he needs to be to contribute. He's been amazing. I can't say enough good things about the guy. Cog. Cog in the wheel. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 